on the other side of the divide. Being diagnosed with cancer begins a journey that no one is prepared for, least of all me. I thought I made a bargain with God that if I was a good nurse, I would not ever get cancer. Wrong. I also thought that since I accompanied friends with cancer through their treatments and a myriad of patients that I would be prepared for what was to come. Wrong again. There is a ton of information thrown at you about your diagnosis and about the treatment options. I use the term options loosely here because you are only given one option, that which your oncologist chooses. If you do not opt for that, then you're on your own. At least that's what my ears heard. The medical community and all of my practitioners are doing great work, but options to chemotherapy are most often not part of any discussion. When I was told that 100% of ovarian cancer returns if chemotherapy is not utilized, it made my choice a little easier. Having said that, I do know that there are people that have refused chemotherapy that have gone on to live cancer-free. I wasn't willing to take that risk, so I agreed to the prescribed course of two chemotherapy drugs to be infused over six hours every three weeks for six rounds. That doesn't sound so bad, six rounds. However, I knew enough to know that the treatment was no picnic but had the thought that maybe I would be the first one to ever get through chemo without one adverse symptoms, ha. The part I wasn't prepared for was all the advice you get from everybody about what and how to proceed. It seems that everybody knows someone that has had cancer. That stands to reason since a third of our population gets cancer in their lifetime. That statistic alone was somehow reassuring as if I needed any company. Every person from family members to friends to colleagues had some kind of advice for me. Don't eat sugar was something I heard often. I don't use sugar on my foods, but I know that all carbs turn into sugar. So going off sugar would be a huge change for me. I asked my oncologist about the effects of sugar on ovarian cancer. Cancer cells divide rapidly and all cells utilize sugar for energy. My oncologist said there was nothing conclusive about the correlation between sugar consumption and its effects on ovarian cancer cells. Phew! As I told the good doctor, I would sooner agree to the chemotherapy than live on protein grains and vegetables. I'm not a big sweet eater, but I do love my carbs. Then there was the advice about how much to exercise, what kind of exercise, how much time to meditate, that you must stay positive, you must stay away from any negative emotions, Try that out when you're so scared and when Trump has just been elected. CBDs from marijuana, sauna sweats, trips to Mexico for non-FDA treatments, acupuncture, massage, radio waves on your cancer cells, kombucha tea, turmeric, kale, pomegranates, and a myriad of other suggestions. All these given with love and the best of intentions. The best advice I received was that there was no way for me to mess this up and I should just allow whatever comes up to come up without judgment. Once I heard that, I could relax into what was occurring, knowing that life really does work itself out just in the process of life itself. This is Casey Hobbs, RN, and a chemotherapy patient.